0: This is Indian Noir, you're listening to His Night Begins, Season 2, Episode 2. road stretched ahead of him like an unending ribbon, but Virat was nearly at his destination. A lot of things worth remembering. A lot of things he could forget. Diwali, ten years ago. Virat was listening to his daughter's favourite radio station. He was driving home with the two kids in the back. The kids always used to sing along on long drives. A woman in a large sedan cut him off, causing him to nearly swerve onto oncoming traffic. Hey! he shouted at her. The cars in front of her came to a stop at the lights. He was in a foul mood already. Diwali always did that to him. It reminded him of his brother's death. He stepped out and approached the lady's driver's seat. I am sorry, madam. That is not the way to drive around, especially in this crazy holiday traffic. I have two kids at the back. The middle-aged lady, with horrible makeup on, spat her chewing gum at him. Virat pulled a steel pipe from the median and smashed in the glass of the lady's imported car. The woman sat in her car, screaming her head off. Then he got back in his car and drove off. The kids were gently sobbing in the back seat. Shut up, or I will give you a reason to cry! He turned around and shouted at them. When they got home, the kids ran to Ravina and told her what happened. What is this, Virat? In public? In front of your kids? Why can't you control yourself? Virat, who was sitting on the couch, tearing up the special issue of a news magazine, did not look up. Answer me! What will people think of us? He started ripping the paper noisily. Virat? He stood up and brushed at her and pushed her against the wall. The kids watched on with terrified eyes as Virat grabbed their mum by her neck. ''Do not lecture me on how to conduct myself in public.'' The kids cried. ''Why don't you just kill me and the kids?'' Ravina said tearfully. Virat let her go and walked out of the house. There was no Diwali in the Nariman household that year. Naresh Iyer had his son and one of his goons tie the journalist to a pole in the warehouse. He watched as the man in his late thirties, with wild curly hair and an unkempt beard, struggled and spat at his tormentors. He's a feisty one, isn't he? Naresh commented. Yes, Appa, Ramesh said. Naresh got up from his seat and grabbed a tie iron that lay on a nearby table. I had warned you to stay out of my business. He paused and rotated the tool and examined it closely. But you had to write about my drug plantations. I don't understand what is wrong with you media people. I'm not harming anyone. I wish that was the only illegal thing you did, Ayer, the journalist said. oh ho, oh, So you are fond of other things as well! <laughs> very good, very good. The mesh and the thug laughed. Your business is to make the lives of people like me difficult, so that you can make a living. You see how unfair this is. The prisoner scoffed. I have all this land, son. What is a farmer to do these days? The yield is bad from normal crops. Water is hard to come by and expensive. All my work is saved in my office computer. Harming me is not going to prevent my work from being published, the journalist said. Oh yeah? He's clever, isn't he? (laughs) Naresh said, feigning shock at the revelation. Ramesh Ayar shook his head and grinned. We don't care about your story. We got you here because we need some fertilizer. What? The journalist asked. Naresh swung the tire iron into the journalist's kneecap. He screamed in pain. A loud sound outside. Ramesh looked around in surprise. Did you hear that? The thug shook his head. Naresh was too focused on the interrogation. Sorry, let's even it out. He broke the other kneecap as well with a sickening crunch. The journalist vomited. A wet stain spread down his pants. The journalist had passed out. Wake him up, Naresh instructed. The thug poured some water on his face and slapped him a few times. I want him to be awake when I split open his head, Naresh said. The journalist opened his eyes partially and mumbled incoherently. Rotting human body makes for a fine fertilizer, son, Naresh said as he brought down the weapon on the journalist's head, splitting it open like a ripe fruit. What is that? I heard it this time, Athak said. Apa, That sounds like a gun, Damesh said. Don't stand around here. Investigate, you fool. Naresh roared at the guard. Damesh pulled out a handgun and prepared to step out. No, 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 no. You stay here with me, Naresh said. When the guard exited, both father and son headed for the office.